people who say no to you, naysayers who don't believe in you, use that as freaking fuel to fire you up to be like, let me show you. Watch, watch, you just watch. What's up? It's Amanda, and welcome to another episode of Girl, Go Feed Yourself. I'm super excited because today I'm coming at you with a solo episode. Our girl Shanna is off slaying her business. Um, She's at a trade show, so we decided that I could come on live today and do a a little something outside of script and talk to you guys about uh, one of my favorite topics, and that's motivation. Um, I get, I would have to say that probably the number one thing that I hear from people or question that I get is like, either I lack motivation to reach my goals, or how are you so motivated? How do I get motivated? And I wanted to share my tips on staying motivated um, and talk to you about maybe why you are not motivated and give you some things to think about and hopefully put into action um, so that you can start reaching your goals. So that being said, we're not going to be doing our normal like bantering back and forth, obviously, right? And uh I'm not going to be doing a fed up and fuck yeah this week uh, just because we want to keep this short and sweet and get to the point. And I really want to dig into this um, topic. So I was talking to Derek, my husband, yesterday. Uh, A lot of the times we are in the car together and we're just talking and uh, going back and forth about different things. And he was telling me, He's like, dude, you need to share your story more and you need to like tell people where you come from because that shit's inspiring. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I mean, I get it, but (laughs) I don't know. It just feels a little weird sometimes to just like always be talking about my story. Um, So I really don't like dig into that very often and I'm not like bringing it up at every conversation, right? Because that's weird. Uh, But I wanted to share a little bit here because I think at least my perspective of motivation and drive um, comes from a deep place. And for me, it comes from... uh, the grit that I've had to accumulate in my life uh, because it was like, it was a little rough, you know, I, uh, and not, I'm not going to share my whole entire life story, but just to give a little bit of a background, I grew up as um, the oldest of three kids and with a single mom. Um, And she was an amazing person, but she definitely had some struggles of her own being a single mom a single parent of three kids and just feeling like life is always against her and having her own battles with anxiety, depression, 
um, substance abuse and that kind of stuff. And so I pretty much had to raise myself and take care of the kids and uh, really didn't have anyone, you know, like when you think about parents or, you know, kids having someone around them when they're growing up, you think they're rearing them, (laughs) you know, and like giving them advice and shit and like, um, you know, just kind of instilling values and all that kind of stuff, you know, like, uh, lifting them up and supporting them and giving them encouragement and like building self-esteem. And that's like the kind of things I think about when I think about, you know, raising a kid. Um, that wasn't my experience. I pretty much just had street smarts. I had to learn on the street. And, you know, if you've learned on the street, you know, that you basically, uh, not learning great things. Um, but you do have street smarts and you have like a gritty personality, like you, you're scrappy. And I'm actually really grateful for how I was raised just because I raised myself and I had, while I have a lot of unlearning and like conditioning to break, and I do go to therapy now for for that because there's definitely a lot of things that have continued to hold me back in my adult life that are no longer serving me. But sometimes you have like conditioning that um, and like limiting beliefs placed on your life that you don't even know are there and they're like super deep and hidden. Um, I'm trying to like pull those out and rip them out and shit. So uh, that's where I'm at now with that. But in the moment a lot of those skills were really beneficial. Um, And so I didn't grow up with money. We didn't have things that we wanted or needed, you know, like food. (laughs) or like uh, I mean, we had food. We never like starved to death, but there were definitely times when I was eating like white minute rice with barbecue sauce on it because that's all we had or like making random things up, uh, cans of beans to eat because, you know, no one was around and we had to fend for ourselves and whatnot. Um, and like, that's what we had. And so as I got older, um, my sole driving force was to not have to live the rest of my life with like that. So I had instilled in me very young, that I had, I was the only one who was ever going to save myself and that I had to make it work. And not everybody comes up like that. Like people, there's tons of people who came up the same way I did, who died of drug overdoses, alcoholism, accidents, shootings. Um, you know, there's people, a lot of people don't make it out. And a lot of people fall victim to that, like, poverty mindset and want in like expecting handouts and living on the system and staying there and not kind of taking responsibility of their own life. And I was the opposite. I was like doing anything I could to make money. I was a hustler. I was like, I need to get out of here (laughs) and make my own life. I wanted to be happy. And that was just something in my spirit. And I don't know necessarily that that can be taught. I think that it can be awakened in us through other other people's stories and through our uh, experiences. And maybe another life experience happens to you down the line that makes you gritty. Like I was telling Derek, you know, not everyone grew up like me. <laughs> and 
a lot of people don't have that like driving force because they never had to work for um, food on their table because they had a back, you know, backup family people to lean on and support. And that's amazing to have that. And, you know, a lot of people depend on it and don't have that like fight, that fighter warrior inside. Um, and that's not to say that if you grew up Kush and you have, and you had a family that loved you that you can't be gritty. Cause that's not true either because people have values and instilled in them. But, um, I know for me, it was like on a soul level, like I just knew that wasn't my life and I was living in a foreign land and I just did what I had to do to, to survive and got out as soon as I can and tried to like make, make something of myself. So I was a high school dropout, uh, dropped out in 10th grade. I failed seventh grade. I, you know, wanted to work. I didn't care about school. It made no sense to me. I was like, I just want to live my life. I want to grind. I don't want to do this. Um, and so I ended up like my first job was McDonald's. Nothing glamorous about that. I mean, outside of like working in the, my mom's salon because she was a barber and I would sweep up for extra money. I would clean the salon. Uh, I was babysitting when I was like eight you know, selling, like making stuff with my easy bake oven and selling brownies around the neighborhood that tasted like asshole. But hey, I made money. Um, I always was that way. And I would work any job. I was never too good for anything. Like I would make, like if I needed to make money to like feed myself and to live my life, I'm going to do what I got to do. So, you know, I had no problem my first job being McDonald's and I freaking crushed that job. Let me just say I was like the best expediter ever. <laughs> Nobody got their food wrong. Um, anyway, I crushed it. And I, <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Uh, what was I saying? Um, let me take a sip of my, my greens here. Get my life back on track. So I wanted to work, didn't care about school. And then eventually I was like, obviously McDonald's is not going to do it for me. And I started working at Panera Bread. I'm like, this isn't going to do it for me either. So I was like, I need to go back to school and get my GED so I could go to college. I went to an alternative school where you study for the GED test. You have like a graduation. It's like a pseudo graduation. And, uh, yeah, I got my GED, went to community college, started at the bottom of the bottom, the lowest level of all classes because I learned jack shit in school. And I worked my way up and I worked my way up to the dean's list at FAU, which was a, it's, is a university in South Florida. And I just like grinded. And I was really good. I had a 3.6 GPA. The only thing that dropped my GPA down <laughs> was chemistry because what the F is that? Um, and then, and then I ended up um, starting my business because I thought I was doing all the things I needed to do to live the life I wanted to live. And I found myself completely drowning in my like, in like apathy and just like not excited about my day, not excited about my classes, which I loved school once I decided that it was my choice. <laughs> and I was not stoked about what I was doing anymore. I was not excited about life. I was tired of grinding because I've always been grinding. And I was like, okay, 
there has to be a better way. So I ended up finding out about um, my online business and I was like, I'm going to freaking do it. And anyway, so, you know, that's basically a progression. And that was six years ago. I've been, I have had my own business now for six years. And I ended up dropping out of college because there was no point into continuing to get into more debt when I found my passion, you know? So uh, that being said, I have continued to have this drive and motivation. And, you know, at times I've definitely had moments because I do have like mental health things with anxiety and depression too. And I really think that it's um, genetic for me and a lot of people. And so I've definitely had my moments of apathy for sure. But at the end of the day, I continue to press forward and I continue to believe that I can achieve what I want to achieve. And I have like such a strong drive. That being said, when it comes to, because I am a health and fitness coach, what, when it comes to, um, like, for example, getting up at 6 a.m. or 5 a.m. to do my workout when it's cold out and I don't want to, what is my driving force, you know? Because not every single day I'm like pumped on life. I don't wake up like super stoked all day to like shred it and be awesome. Like I really have to be intentional and uh, it's really a decision. And so um, this can apply to your fitness because there's a lot of people who say that they want to get in shape. They want to uh, work out, be stronger, feel good, be energetic, but then just don't and make a lot of excuses. Um, so I want to talk to you guys about that and give you my t- five tips on staying motivated, staying driven. And it could also be a reminder of maybe why you are not currently, and then you can apply these things to yourself. Okay. So I feel like they all kind of bleed together. Um, but number one is you have to have goals. You know, if you're, I know for me when I was in school, I had a goal to be a DPT and I wanted good grades and all of that, but it wasn't deep enough. And I'm going to go into that in a second. But you need to have short-term goals and long-term goals. You are absolutely not going to wake up motivated to crush your day or to change your life if you don't have any goals that's going to motivate you to do that. You know, if you're just like, I just want to wake up and feel excited, but you don't have anything to feel excited about, you will not feel excited. Okay. So you need to have goals and make sure that they're obtainable. Make sure they're smart goals. They need to be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. That's what smart goals mean. Okay. Moving on from that because we're making this a short episode. So your goals, you have to set goals. Okay. Number two, um, you need to find the pain point. So there has to be, humans are either driven by pain or we're driven by pleasure. That's it. Two things, plain and simple, end of story. So what, like if the pain of staying the same is larger then the pain of changing, you will make the change. Okay. And you can place that pain on yourself and think about like, 
Because a lot of times we're like, oh, it's not that bad. Nothing's that bad. But then think about it. Like if I stay the same right now and nothing ever changes, just stays the same, what is that going to be like for me in the future? If you are not making more money, if you are not growing and changing and and elevating in your life and transforming, because that is one of the six human needs, like growth is something that we all need as humans. Um, if you're not doing that, if you're not taking care of your health or making tiny steps every single day, if your health and habits stay the same as they are today, what will that be like 10, 20, 30, 40 years from now? How will that impact your health? How will that impact your family? For me, when I get up in the morning and I work out, I am not thinking about, oh, it's too cold. Oh, I don't want to do this. I'm thinking about myself 30 years from now and what it would be like if I don't take care of myself. What are what are my bones and joints going to be like? How will my health be if I'm not eating properly and exercising every day? Like how many people do you know that are dying from lifestyle-based diseases? My mom, my uncle, and my grandma all died like super early. My uncle was in his 40s. My mom was in his 40s. My grandma was in her 50s, like super young. And that's a huge motivation for me to like be the one, (laughs) be somebody who changes. Like I don't want that to be the history of my entire family. And I think about um, everyone else who's like losing limbs from diabetes and crazy ass shit and having to be hospitalized and on on medications um, for blood pressure and all those things like heart medications, blood thinners, whatever, because of lifestyle choices. Um, people who have to be in wheelchairs and on walkers because they're 60 and they feel old or 70 and it's old. Like I want to be hiking at 70. So that's what drives me. That's my internal motive, my motivation. Uh, that's my pain point. So you need to find, and also like with my life and business and wanting to elevate in that area as well and financially um, to continue to get uncomfortable and get outside my comfort zone and do things I normally wouldn't do, like starting a podcast, for example. Um, I think about what would happen if I stayed the same. And I go deep. Like I saw what life is like when you have no money and you have kids and there's no food but you need you live on food stamps and you're somebody's telling you what kind of food you can buy because you have no choice in the matter um when you're on medicaid and the government's telling you what kind of doctors you can see because you have no choice in the matter and what doctors your kids can see and just being extremely limited in life never being able to travel or experience or like live in a nice neighborhood growing up on the streets like that i saw what it's like So I'm like, shit, like (laughs) I need to get my shit together if I ever want to have a family or even just for myself, like that drives me. I think about that pain. So what is that pain for you? Um, So, okay, number three is your why. Um, And this is what I was talking about, like with your goals and this all, like I said, kind of ties together, but what is your why? Because if you don't have a reason, if your reason is not bigger than you, you will give up at the first sight of trouble, of hardship. 
Because trust me, anything worth having takes work. You're going to get tested. You're going to have no's. You're going to, if you're starting a business, you're going to face hardships. You're going to face challenges. It's going to, you know, it's going to be hard. It's not easy to design a life that you love. It's absolutely not easy. But it's totally worth it because, like I said, more choices in your life, more opportunity for yourself and for your family, and more fun, more enjoyment, less stress because you can't, you know, pay your bills or buy groceries. Or if something, an emergency happens, you're completely effed because you don't have enough money. Um, so, like, what is your why in your life and your goals? So, all of that ties together. Number one is having your goals. Number two is finding that pain point. Number three is having a strong why. Um, Number four is that it needs to be a must, an absolute must. So again, this all ties together. Um, If you're saying to yourself, oh, I should work out. Oh, I should do some personal development and work on my mindset. Oh, I should go to therapy or I should do this. Like there's no passion in that. But if you're like, I must or else or else, like for me, I must do this or else. Like when I quit drinking alcohol, I was like, I must (laughs) quit drinking alcohol or else my life is never going to get better. And I go down that dark circle of all the horrible things that could be happening to me if I continue to have alcohol in my life. I'm like, F no, I don't want that shit, you know? Um, So you have to, this all blends together, but it needs to be a must. If you are ever going to make a change in your life, if you're ever going to be motivated by anything, it has to be something that is a must, an absolute must. It's not an option. It's not a if they let me. It's not a if they say yes. It's a must. Who cares what anyone else thinks? It's a must. That's it. And then lastly, number five, um, you need to find somebody who pushes you and inspires you. And even better, someone who has done what you're looking to do. So if you're looking to change your lifestyle, find someone who's done who's done that. If you're looking to start a business, Find somebody who has done that in your um, in your field of wherever you want to do, and <clears throat> make sure that they're freaking bomb at it. Like they're the best, and study them, study, learn from them. Like let them motivate you. Let them be the like light at the end of the tunnel to show you that if they can do it, you can do it too. Because if anybody on this planet can do something, that is proof that you can too. And use them as your fuel, as your motivation. And if people who say no to you, naysayers who don't believe in you, use that as freaking fuel to fire you up, to be like, let me show you, watch, watch, you just watch, you know? That's like, that's how I look at it. So again, this is might be a little bit different take on motivation, but it's so much more than just like waking up and feeling motivated because most of the time I do not wake up feeling motivated. I wake up and choose to be motivated. I choose to do X, Y, Z in my day because I've made the decision. And that's the thing. Like I said, it's not an option. It's not a what if. It's not a if they let me. It's not a maybe. It's a must. And I made that decision. I drew a line in the sand. I crossed over that line and that's it. It's a freaking must. So that's my tips for you guys for getting motivated. I hope this was helpful. I hope it lights a big ass fire under your booty 
to get going and get excited about living your life because this is the one and only life that you get to have. And you are the only person who gets to choose whether you crush it or don't crush it. Nobody, absolutely nobody knows what's inside your soul. Nobody knows what you're capable of or why you're here on this planet and what your purpose is. That is only you. That is up to you and your decision. Has nothing to do where you came from, who your parents are, who you know, what you do for work, like living on the streets or not. You have the choice. It's in your power and you are the absolute only person who can change it. So take ownership of your life because that is where you will find freedom. That is where you'll find empowerment and that is where you will find the motivation. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Go ahead and like, comment, review, leave us a review. Let us know that you're here listening with us. We love to hear from you. And remember, we don't know, but you don't either. Have a great day. Bye.